Hey guys, it's your girl Didi, and you're tuned into the Called Out podcast where it's all things pertaining to Christ. So, guys, today you guys can see I'm in a different setup. I'm here, you know, I'm in a different studio. And, guys, today I'm actually by myself, which is crazy because I never actually expected myself doing an episode by myself. But, guys, God works miracles. He works in may way. He works in ways that we don't even understand sometimes. This is one of the ways that hey, me when this hey, you know what I mean, like when it came that I had to actually record today's episode by myself, I was like, God, are you sure? Like this is it's a bit much for me. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm used to kind of hosting it, just being like, guys, you know, asking the questions and I'm putting in my input. But today it's literally forty minutes or one hour even just with Didi um and the holy spirit so actually i'm not actually by myself because i'm with god the father the son the holy spirit (laughs) but yeah guys so as you always know we always open up in prayer we never ever 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 start without praying i mean it will be an error too so let's just open up in prayer heavenly father i just want to thank you for the privilege for the opportunity once again to minister to your people lord i just want to pray that your spirit will be present in today's episode or heavenly father lord i just want to pray that you will truly arrest my tongue and speak through me or heavenly father grant me utterance today oh god grant me wisdom grant me insight or heavenly father that as i actually relay the message that you have given to me oh god i pray that will actually edify somebody oh god that will actually build somebody up oh heavenly father and that lord may i decrease and may you increase more of you and less of me oh heavenly father and i just pray that you will take the driver's seat lord i surrender this episode entirely into your hands oh god and i just pray let your will prevail and let your name be glorified above all in jesus mighty name amen amen guys I already feel better. Do you know when you pray? It's like you've released everything to God. Now God is actually the one in control. Like, guys, it's actually not me anymore, but it's God. So, guys, I just wanted to talk to you about why I'm here by myself. Because you guys are used to, you know, two camera angles. You're used to the guests, the people, them. But today is just Didi. Even me, I'm surprised. I'm not going to lie to you. So, guys, cool. I was actually meant to have a guest today, but you know, God, the micromanager, he had other plans. He said, you know what, Didi, today's episode is just going to be you. And when, you know, it came to the fact that it was only going to be me, I sat there like, wow, like I'm actually not going to turn up to the recording. Like I'm just going to let the money go to waste. Like I'm, I'm not coming up. But I spoke to a brother in Christ and he said, God is in control. What if God had intended for you to do this episode by yourself? And I deeped and I said, you know what? God is a micromanager. Like, I'm not going to be upset about the fact my guests cannot make it because it's a very valid reason, uh, like a valid, valid reason why my guests cannot make it. And I said, you know what? I always pray and I, I commit this podcast into God's hand entirely that it cannot be that I'm here today by myself by mistake. It cannot be that God would leave me and forsake me when I'm doing something that's, that he has ordained me to do. So I just know that God is in control even when it doesn't look like it and so when my friend my brother in Christ said that to me I just said wow it's true I need to learn how to lean on God I need to learn how to submit myself fully to God how to actually surrender the driver's seat because with my podcast I like to be in control a lot of it you know I get the people who are going to be on it you know I write down the questions the topics of course by inspiration of the Holy Spirit or like I ask God what he wants to talk about but this episode is truly like okay God has said Didi you're doing it by yourself so I found out on Tuesday that my guest couldn't make it and you cannot reschedule if it's if it's like under 72 hours which obviously today's Thursday so it was under 72 hours so I said right 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 God so today I had an amazing prayer like a prayer session 
and I spoke with God and God spoke back and it was just an amazing conversation with God so I said okay God what is like the burden that you have that you want me to relay to your people maybe it is that you have a burden that you know the episode that I was going to record not that it, it wasn't good because it's an amazing episode by the grace of God but maybe there's a deeper burden you have that you want me to share so I was speaking to God and I said, God, what is it that you want me to speak about? And many topics was flowing. And then the topic about God's word came to mind. And I said, okay, God, how do I know if this is what you want me to talk about? God said, does it align with my word? And I said, I don't know. Like, it's a thing where I was just confused in that time. And I said, God, I don't know. And he said, Didi, would Satan want you to come and talk about the importance of my word? And I said, no. In fact, Satan actually manipulates the word. Satan actually knows the word. And God said to me, he said, what did he even say? Like, I want the exact word what God said to me. He said, don't doubt, only believe. And he said, I am that I am. And you see, God saying this to me just meant a lot in the moment of prayer because it's like God said, I am that I am to Moses. Moses said, who should I say sent me? He said, I am that I am. So at the time I'm asking God, how do I know that this is what you want me to speak? He says, don't doubt, only believe. He says, I am that I am. So God came to me and he, he's told me this topic. And of course, he only gave it to me a few hours to go. So I'm here today and I, I'm not fully prepared how I normally am having all my notes, you know, what I'm going to speak about. But I'm fully trusting in God and I feel like that's what the beauty is of Christianity just leaning wholly on God many of us want to be in control of our life we want to do things the way that we want it to go so when God wants to change our plans sometimes we're like I don't want this because I'm uncomfortable but I'm here today to actually say let God change your plans you know me sharing that that little bit of what's happening why I'm actually here by myself you know it could be God speaking to someone letting them know, let God change your plans. Let God change your plans. It's not every day that you need to be in control. It's not every day that you need to know what God is doing, but you need to say, God, I take the passenger seat. Lord, take the driver's seat. Drive, drive my life. Be on top of my life. Everything that I do, Lord, may it be in your will. And that's something that I'm learning that, okay, today may not have gone the way I intended it to go, but God's God's will was is different. Do you know what I mean? And so I just wanted to share that with you guys today for someone who may be listening someone who may be watching I hope that does encourage you that sometimes God will change your plans but it's always for a for the betterment like in my first episode I spoke about how this podcast was never going to be all things pertaining to Christ like it was never going to be that it was never going to be called out like I was going to call it what was I going to call it uh do you you get it like it was actually going to be called do you get it can you imagine do you get it like hey um and God changed my plans but me doing this podcast called out it is like I feel like this is one of the things that have changed my life God has changed my life and he's used this podcast to really get me closer to him and really just I've just learned so much in this time of me starting this podcast but yeah someone who may be listening who may be watching this I just want to encourage you let God change your plans it's not every day that you need to be in control you need to sit back in fact and say God you know what I don't know where you're taking me but I trust you and that's the beauty of God is that (sighs) thank you Lord Romans 8 28 it says all things work together for good to those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose you are called according to his purpose and all things will work together for good in the moment you may be confused you may be thinking God how am I going to get out of this what am I going to do 
But God says all things work together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So God will always, he says, my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. God's like, his plans is just higher than us. It's, it's higher than our ways, higher than our thoughts. He knows all things and God is fully in control. So yeah, I just wanted to say that, you know, I don't know, God may be speaking to someone today by the grace of God, just telling you, let God change your plans. Give God the driver's seat and take the passenger seat, you know, and just let God be God. But yeah, so I'm just going to get into the topic of the word of God. Um, This is such a deep topic and such a lovely topic because I love the word of God. I like I've recently gained such a desire for the word of God. And when I tell you, it has changed my life because prior to when I was actually studying the word, I mean, it was evident that I wasn't studying the word. And let me tell you, Christians who do not read your word, it is very evident because you lack the power because the word is living. The word is active. The word is sharper than any double-edged sword. It says it's piercing. It's piercing like to the spirit, like, you know what it is the word is powerful and when you are lacking in the word you are lacking in that power that you get from the word okay so um i the first thing that you know i thought about when i wrote down a little bit of notes i wrote that the word is our sword and you know when i thought about this i thought you know i know i've learned that god does not respond to your feelings hey it's outside you may be thinking hey God doesn't respond to my feelings. Hold on. I thought God was, you know, this God that anything I say he will do. No, God responds to his word. That's it. God responds to his word. So when you are lacking in the word, you are you are lacking in a power that can actually like God has systems. He has ways in which he does things. When you know his word, you can hold him to his word. You can have that power. You can use that sword and you can combat the attacks of the enemy. Many times we're trying to fight spiritual battles with carnal weapons. We're trying to fight against the enemy in our flesh. We're trying to fight against temptations in our flesh. We're trying to actually read the Bible in our flesh. And you wonder why you don't get anything. We are fighting spiritual battles with carnal weapons. And how is that going to do anything? We are not as strong as we think. We are not strong. If not the Holy Spirit in us, we are not strong. Philippians chapter 2 verse 13 says, It's Christ in me that enables me to will and to do for his good pleasure. It's not Didi in me that enables me to will and to do, but Christ in me. So now, if I'm not downloading God in myself, I won't be able to fight. And you know, what is so amazing is that when you read the word of God you're actually downloading more of God inside of you so you're becoming more like Christ Christ is coming in you more and more and more you know the Bible says in Colossians chapter 3 verse 16 let the word of Christ dwell among you richly you know as I was even reading um proverbs today let me even read what i got so it was proverbs chapter 2 verses 1 is and it was talking about treasure my commands within you and you know what i did from that and what i got from that is that the word of god must actually dwell in us you know it's not just something that we read it's not just something that you know we're doing as an activity but we're actually becoming a product of the word of god as we are downloading God in us we're becoming more like Christ as we are studying the word we're daily in the word we are downloading Christ in us and we're becoming more like him 
you know and it says to treasure you know we need to understand that it's such a privilege to have the word of God I mean there's people who do not have the privilege to actually study the word to actually know the word and you know what it is in John chapter 1 verses 1 it says in the beginning was the word the word was with God and the word was God the word was God and then it says in John chapter 1 verses 14 that the word became flesh and dwelt among the word became flesh Jesus Christ who is the word became flesh so if Jesus Christ is the word every time you study the word you download Jesus in you you become more like Jesus you know more about Jesus so many of us want to say I'm struggling in my walk I don't know Jesus Christ how do I know if God is speaking to me does it align with his word does it align with his word you know even second timothy chapter 3 verses 16 to 17 you know it's a scripture that we are all familiar with when it says all scripture is inspired by god you know and it's profitable for a correction for instruction and but we we like to skip verse 17 that says that the man of god may be complete that he may be fully equipped for every good work you know, when I was studying that scripture, like not that long ago, I deeped it and I said, wow, it says that the man of God may be complete, which stands to suggest if you are not in the word, if you are not studying the word, you are not complete. You are not complete. And you know why it makes so much sense is because Jesus Christ is the word. He is the word. And without him, we are not complete. Without him, we will have a void. So guys, I just want to encourage you today that we must daily be in the word. We must daily read the scriptures. We must daily study the scriptures. It's not enough to be like, oh, you know, it's fine. Like I go to church on Sunday, but you know, I don't have a personal relationship with my Bible. No, it's a big error. It's a massive error that a lot of us tend to do. And you know, the Lord, for some reason, he wanted me to talk about the power of the word. And here I am today just speaking about the word. And I just want someone to be encouraged that you must be in your word. Guys, you don't know the power that the word holds. Guys, you see what I said earlier, that God doesn't respond to our feelings. He responds to the word. So anytime where you're faced you're at the face of anxiety you if you know the scripture you will be able to quote the scripture instead of you saying oh I'm feeling this way I'm feeling this way it's hard you will say the bible says be anxious for nothing but in everything prayer and supplication making your request known unto God you will say God says come to me those who are weary and brokenhearted and I will give you rest you you know that God says that when you when you draw to him he will draw near to you God says that he will heal you he is close to the brokenhearted when you know the word you will stand strong but when you don't know the word you'll fall for everything every little battle every every little test that comes your way you will fall because you don't have the power you don't have the sword in your hand the power of the word guys the word is authoritative guys you know, let's think about this analogy now. You know, say if you are a daughter of the queen and people don't know. Let's say people don't know. But now you you come and go to someone and say, I am the daughter of a queen. And the queen has said that you must do blah, blah, blah. This person is going to do it with speed because the queen has authority. The queen has power, isn't it? So now think about the word of God. It has authority. It has power. Jesus Christ has power. So now think about it when you're in the face of temptation. 
cover. Just think about that when you're in the face of temptation, when you use the word of God, the power it holds. I mean, the power it holds. You see, I've come to realize that Satan knows scripture and Satan knows how to manipulate scripture. I mean, the Bible says that this man is cunning. You know, Satan is not dumb. Totally. Do you know what I mean? A bit. Do you know what I mean? Because he thought he could defeat my Jesus. But <laughs> but he's not completely like black, bl- blank, you know, like he knows things. And we see this, you know, let's take us right to the beginning in Genesis chapter three, when it was the fall of man. Satan came and said, has God indeed said, Satan will love to manipulate scripture and when you don't know your God, when you don't know scripture, you will fall, you will fall, I'm telling you. It will have you questioning, it will have you confused but the Bible says that God is not a God of confusion. God is not a God of confusion but he's a God of clarity. So I'm telling you that when you're in that situation, Satan is coming to manipulate scripture to you, telling you, oh, just fall into that temptation because God is merciful. God says in his word that he's merciful so why don't you just... No, you need to know God's voice. And how do you know his voice? You know it by studying the scripture. You know it by reading the word of God. Guys, it's so important. What is a Christian without power? You cannot be a powerless Christian. But when you don't know the word, you are a powerless Christian because Satan can come and lie and manipulate scripture. I mean, guys, let's deep it. In Matthew chapter 4, when Jesus was led into the wilderness to be tempted by Satan, did Satan not come and quote many scripture? Even some of us reading it, we, we probably didn't even know the scripture. Or Satan came where he manipulated the scripture and he made it seem like, okay, Jesus, scripture says that if you jump off this cliff, you know, they'll send angels. God will send angels to protect you. But Jesus, Jesus came back with a word. All it took was a word. Jesus said words back to satan satan and satan departed after jesus continuously had a word i mean if jesus christ who is the word john chapter 1 verse 14 satan came and tempted and manipulated scripture to the word himself how much more you to the word himself guys are we deep in it he came and manipulated the scripture to the word himself how much more you i mean how much more me how much more us So guys, we need to download scripture in us daily. We need to be mighty in the scriptures. And you know, one thing my pastor was saying that mighty in the scriptures is not just like, oh, you can quote 1 million scriptures off the top of your head. Yes, it's good. But mighty in the scriptures, it actually becomes a part of you. You actually live out the scripture. You are a product of the word that you are actually hearing and hearing and hearing. But guys, we need to be bold in the scripture we need to know our scripture so when the enemy comes because he will come he will come guys I was reading Job and I deep that you know the angels went and presented themselves to God right but Satan also came and God said like where have you come from and Satan said from walking to and fro it was just patrolling and around the earth and then he came obviously and then he spoke to God about Job and we know the story about Job if you don't know you should study it's an amazing book but Satan is he is roaring around like a lion seeking whom he may devour and the one who doesn't know the word of God the authority the word of God holds is one that is bound to fall 
because you don't have the power from the word you don't have God downloaded in you what's so amazing is that your prayer enters a different realm when you use the word of God guys I have scripture inside of me embedded inside of me by the grace of God not just scriptures that I memorize but scriptures I understand what God is telling us in these scriptures so when I'm praying I can use God's word and as I said God responds to his word so when you use his word God honors his word so when you use his word it's like a way that you can get God to move in your life you know I use a scripture numbers chapter 23 verse 19 a lot I say God you are not a man that you should lie nor are you the son of man that you should repent will you say and not do if God has said something you must hold him to his word and say, God, you have said in your word that you are not a man that you should lie. Lord, will you say and not do? Like God is the same yesterday, today and forevermore. You have to hold God to his word. You have to use his word in every aspect of your life. When you're in the face of temptation, when you're in the face of like anxiety or heartache, like when you know God's word, I'm telling you, it just, a, it's just a blessing. Like it takes you from one one place to another and you become complete you know sometimes we're wondering why we're we're stagnant why we're not growing but we're not growing in the words why are we not growing in the word guys it's so important that we are studying our word you know a lot of times we want to be on social media for two hours of the day we want to be on social media for three hours of the day but we want to read the word for one minute yeah something's something's wrong something is definitely wrong we want to read the word for one minute and not even study it but we want to look at the verse of the day and just skim read and be like yes thank you lord amen they're going on tiktok for the next 10 hours guys it's time to stand up it's time it's it's more than time and for some reason god has led me to come on this podcast and and to talk about the importance of his word and guys understand that God's word has power God's word has authority and guys faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of God guys the word is important you know I remember when well I wasn't there (laughs) but I'm saying I remember when like I was there but I remember when when I read it in the bible you know Jesus said Simon Simon the enemy has desired to, to sift you like wheat, but I have prayed for you that your faith will not fail you. And you know, when I deep it, like if our faith grows by hearing the word of God, so our faith grows by the word of God. He's saying that I've prayed that your faith will not fail you. But how else will your faith not fail you if you're not reading the word of God? Think about it. Think about it. No, seriously, let's think about it. How else will you have increased faith if you're not in the word of God? The Bible even calls the word a light onto our path. I mean, sometimes we are confused. We don't know which way to go. We don't know where God is calling us to go. But if you just picked up the word, if you just picked up the word, guys, today in the morning, I was studying First Samuel. So I'm currently studying one of the books I'm studying is First Samuel. And I read I read chapter three today and you know it was when God was calling Samuel but Samuel was yet to know the the like God's voice like he was yet to be exposed to God's voice so he didn't actually know that it was God calling him so he went to Eli who was the priest and he said Eli like you called me and you know that wasn't the case so Eli said go and lie down the second time he got up again Eli you called he said no I didn't like go lie down then he, he did it again and then Eli 
obviously Eli had been exposed to God as I said he was a priest and you know Eli said okay go and lay down and if you hear again then you know then answer and just be like here I am Lord so you know Samuel did this and God spoke to him and Samuel was young guys don't ever think that your age is an excuse to to get on fire for Christ don't use your age as oh do you know what I'm young like it's fine like I don't have no no that's never the case Samuel was so young when he was mighty 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 honestly and guys what it was is that Samuel had never heard the voice of the Lord he wasn't exposed to the word of the Lord and that's a lot of us sometimes we are confused if it's Satan talking to us or if it's God talking to us and my friend you won't be so confused if you just read the word of God I mean God's word is what is what he sounds like so if you're hearing something that is completely out of alignment with the word of God why would it be God but oh because you don't read the word you don't know his voice many of us want to you know run to this person and say hey hey is this God is this Satan I don't know I don't know it's very evident if you read the word of God it will be very evident which one is God which one is Satan because God's character is revealed through his word God's attributes are clearly seen in his word we see his mercy we see his love we see his wrath we definitely see his wrath we see all attributes of God in the word and if you would just read it guys I'm not saying you need to now study 20 20 chapters a day I'm not saying you need to read the bible for five hours in the day but all I'm saying is study the word even if you start off small and you read a chapter a day but you go deep in guys I want to even recommend stuff like enduring word I use enduring word I download the app um, and this just basically like breaks down scripture for you and like gives you commentary like people explaining it and stuff I also alternate between different versions my main version that I read is New King James version but I will alternate between different versions to kind of see you know how it explains it in a different um, version and it helps so much but guys most importantly you must pray before you read the word many of us think we're going to understand God with our fleshly eyes my friend stop that thing stop that thing even even as you are you know spiritual you never fully understand God because God is beyond human comprehension so how much more when you're reading the bible with your fleshly goggles no my friend get out it's not it's not going to help you in any way like it's not going to help you you need to pray God reveal to me the hidden mysteries of your word because there's so much more that you can see in the bible when you read it through a spiritual lens you know otherwise if you're just reading it and you're just reading it you're not going to see the deep stuff of the scripture you're not going to be understand the deep things of scripture if you haven't prayed for god to reveal it to you god is the author guys god is the author of the bible i know many people want to say this person this person this person this person this person wrote it but my word says in second timothy chapter 3 verse 6 16 that all scripture was inspired by god all scripture is god breath so i know that god breathed his his breath his powerful breath that gives life hey come on thank you jesus guys 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 it's a revelation um okay cool so second timothy chapter 3 verses 16 says that all scripture is god breath so god breathed his breath he breathed his breath upon scripture 
And guys, the breath of God gives life. In the beginning, in Genesis, what did God do? He breathed. He breathed through what the nostrils, and that's how we became alive. That's how we became alive by the breath of God. For He breathing through the nostrils, that's how we became alive. That's how He created Adam. So it even says in Genesis chapter two, verse seven, then the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils. So guys, if God created man by breathing into us, that's how we became alive. If Scripture is God breath, that means life is in the Scripture. Hmm life is in the scripture guys the bible says that in proverbs that life and death is in the power of the tongue so guys now if we're confessing if we're confessing god's word we're giving ourselves life we are giving ourselves life you know when you know scripture when you're ill god forbid you can say by your stripes i am healed you know, you can say, let the weak say, I am strong. You can say, I am more than a conqueror. But mm, you have nothing to say if you don't know the word. You have nothing to say if you're not reading the word. As you genuinely study the word, it will download inside of you. By the grace of God, like, I know scripture. But as the Bible as the Bible says, not by might, not by power, but it's by the spirit of the Lord. It's only by the spirit of, of God that I'm able to, to know scripture. But that comes from me studying the word. Outside of studying the word, I wouldn't know scripture. I wouldn't understand scripture. Guys, it's it's like even in the Bible, it talks about how no like no word of God is like privately, privately, what's the word? Um Lord, reveal it to me, Lord, reveal it to me, Lord. Interpreted. Thank you, Jesus. Like no scripture is privately privately interpreted by the prophets. No. All scripture can be interpreted by us. I want to even find that scripture that I'm talking about. It says in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 20, knowing this first, that no prophecy of scripture is a is of any private interpretation. Verse 21 says, For prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Guys, there's no scripture, there's no word of God that can that's only for you know a man of God to understand you know it's so important to go to church and hear a word of God that you know God lays upon the man of God who is preaching or the woman of God that is preaching but guys we need to read the Bible for ourselves we need to read the Bible for ourselves the Bible talks about a lot in the last days there will be many false prophets there'll be many people manipulating scripture and Guys, how will you know this if you're not in your word? How will you know what is scripture and what is not? Guys, someone can just come to you and say a scripture that sounds like it's in the Bible and you're going to believe it. No, go and check if it's in the word. Go and check. Guys, when a situation arises, say, what does the word say about this scripture? Hey, when a scripture, when a situation arises, if it's a good situation, if it's a bad situation, go and check. What does the word say about this situation? Guys. I'm telling you, it's a life-changing thing. As I said, God breathed into it. Is the scripture has life? The scripture is alive. The Bible even says scripture, like the word of God is living. Hebrews chapter four verses twelve. Ha, kabado. Thank you, Lord. The Bible says that scripture is living. It is active. It is sharper than any double-edged sword, guys. The scripture is living. It is active. It is living and it is active. When a situation arises, do you talk about your feelings? Do you come and say your feelings upon a situation thinking that your word holds weight and is going to change the situation? It's God's word that holds the weight. 
So when the Bible talks about power, life and death is in the power of the tongue, it's true. It's very true. What you say is so true. But when you say God's word, hey, it's a different level. It's a different dimension. That's why I say that your prayer will enter a different dimension, a different level when you add God's word. Because God will say, oh, God loves his word. I'm telling you, when you're praying and you're using God's word, he's thinking, hey, my child knows my word. My child is, I, I have to move now. I have to move because I say I'm not a man that I should lie. Because God honors his word. And if he says it, he will surely do it. So when you're using his word and you're, and you're using it and you're holding like the power of the word, God is like, wow, I'm going to move. I'm going to move in this life because you are using my word. Guys, feelings change, but doctrine remains. That's one thing that my pastor said that is just so deep. Feelings change, but doctrine remains. God, G- the word says, Kabadosh. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He never changes. Despite what you want to think, the Old Testament, God is the same now. God is the same. He's consistent. He's a consistent God. Be consistent and be reading your Bible as well. The same way our God is consistent, be consistent in reading your Bible. It's not about the quantity, like, okay, I'm going to read 20 chapters in one day. But it's about the quality of the time you're spent in that, that study session. So now if you did a 10 minute study, but you actually got something. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The word isn't only there to just be there, but it's there to apply to your life. It's there to apply to your life. The word is there for you to apply to your life. The word is there for you to, I will say it again, the word is there for you to apply to your life. So when the Bible says in James, I believe that we shouldn't only be hearers of the word, but we should be doers of the word. So it's not only that we're hearing the word of God and just being like, okay, the Bible says this, but we're not applying it to our lives. No. That's not the reason why the word is there, for it to just be there as a book. It's not a book, it's living. The Bible is the only book that is living. I mean, if you're here reading Roald Dahl, is Roald Dahl living? My friend, it's not living. That book is not living. The Bible is living. So why don't we use this living Bible that Christ has given us access to? Oh, God has given us access to him in his word. God has given us access to him through his word I mean you read God's word and you get to to see God you get to understand God you get to hear from God you know so now I'm here reading first Peter chapter 2 verse 2 God says you know in in the word it says like newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby so now I've had access to understanding that when I read the word, I'm going to grow. If I desire the word, that's how I can grow. I must desire, 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 desire. Guys, babies, think about how babies desire milk. I mean, you know, one thing like my pastor was just saying that babies, babies do not care. Sometimes you want to make your baby a model. You want to give them the JD, the newest drip in the world. I'm telling you that baby does not care when the baby is crying it's not crying because it because it hasn't got the latest jordans it's not crying because it hasn't got the latest um rolex no the baby's not crying because of that reason the baby is crying because the baby wants milk more time the baby wants milk obviously there's other things like okay he's tired or um you know tired or what's that me yeah, i don't know but 
the concept, the fact that the Bible tells us like newborn babes, we must desire the pure milk of the word that, oh guys, 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 the pure milk. God's word is unfiltered, guys. God's word is unfiltered. It is not polluted, but it is the raw word of God, guys. The raw word of God. We have access to God's word, to God speaking to us in the scripture. And we're not reading it. I don't understand. We're not reading it. Guys, God's word is pure. It is pure, 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 pure. I don't care what you want to think. Oh, but didn't Paul write? No. God breathed. God breathed. God breathed. So scripture the totality of scripture is complete it is all scripture all scripture is inspired by god not some scripture not oh you know in the red letter because guys you know when you read the bible and when jesus is speaking like it will be in red letter it doesn't say just red letter bits of the bible is god breath no all scripture every single bit that's in the scripture is god's word so we must understand the power the weight God's word holds weight. It honestly holds weight. You know, think about it like this, yeah. You have a brother that is is like the top man of of like where you live. It's like the top man of of where you live. So now you're walking home and someone's coming and they're trying to like, you know, take your phone. But you remember, hmm, hello, my brother is the top man. I'm telling you, if you take my phone here, it's a long day. So now you walk with power because you know whose you are we as christians need to walk with power we need to understand that we come from a place of victory we are seated in a place of victory because of jesus christ but guys we won't know this outside of not reading god's word we cannot know it outside of not reading god's word guys i just want you to understand that we wrestle not against flesh and blood we wrestle not against flesh and blood but how would you have known that if you didn't know it was in the bible ephesians chapter 6 verses 12 it says it guys there's so many things that we have many many questions but if you was to just pick up your bible and stop letting it collect dust trust and believe you wouldn't have that question anymore trust and believe god would have spoke to you straight through his word but guys think about it this way yeah god wrote his word for us and gave us access to it don't you like think about how offensive it is to god that you who claim to be his daughter who claim to be his son is not even reading it like think about how offensive that is to god genuinely though genuinely though think about it reading the word of god has helped me to see like who God is like there's always more that you can learn about God and there's 66 books in the Bible and guys when I tell you read the Bible once read it again you'll get a different insight because one thing I was at service yesterday and my pastor said that where you are at life will kind of like determine what you get from the message so it's like now if I go and listen to a message that you know my pastor preaches I'm gonna get you know something from it but now if I listen to it when I'm in a different stage of life maybe like even just one month later I might get a different revelation even one one week later than what I got because I'm in a different part of my life or I need to hear something 
you know, something different. The word of God is so loaded. Guys, the Bible says that we should, we like, the word of God should be like honey to our lips. Like, honey is sweet all. The Bible is sweet. I'm telling you that it's sweet. Like, and let the word of God dwell in you. Let it, let it be so much in you that when you speak, you will even be speaking scripture. You won't just be speaking carnal, fleshly language, but you'll actually be speaking scripture. You'll actually be speaking God's word. It's actually just time that we study the word. So anytime, like, you know, as God, as I said at the beginning, when I said, God, is this what you want to talk about? If this is what you want me to talk about? And he said, does it align with my word? It's just deep because God will never speak outside of his word. So really and truly, if you're not reading the word of God, you don't even know God. Like, that's literally it you can't know God outside of his word because God is the word but yeah guys genuinely I just want to pray for anyone who may be listening to this today I just want to pray that you know as you have heard me speak about the word of God I pray that you will gain a desire that God will grant you a fresh zeal for his word to study his word to apply his word to your life that you will become mighty in the scriptures, that you'll not only be a hearer, but you'll be a doer of the word, that the word of God will dwell in you richly, that you will treasure his word inside of you, that God will download himself in you as you study the scriptures, as you you read his word. And I pray genuinely that whoever is listening to me today, that you have been edified by this word, because it's been a blessing speaking about the word of God, because the word is truly so important. And for some reason, God wanted me to come and say this message to you guys. So even if it helps one person and it encourages one person to study the word, you know, I will be glad. <laughs> Literally, I'll praise God. Hallelujah. But yeah, guys, um, I don't want to end this episode without giving us um, the opportunity for someone listening or watching today to give their life to Christ. So if you are watching this or you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, if you would like to give your life to Christ today, then I'm going to say a, a short prayer and you'll just have to repeat after me and then you would give your life to Christ. So guys, I just want to explain what it means to give your life to Christ. So in John chapter three, verses three, the Bible says that unless a man be born again, he cannot inherit the kingdom of God. It does not say unless a man be perfect. It does not say unless a man be a virgin. It does not say unless a man who has never drank. No, it says unless a man be born again. In the Bible, in Ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 to 9, the Bible says that we are saved through faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, through the grace that he has made available for us. You know, grace is unmerited favor. Unmerited means that you don't do something to deserve it you know, it's there, God has given us the gift of salvation because of his grace and you just have to accept it through faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible says in Romans chapter 10 verses 9 that if you confess with your mouth our Lord Jesus Christ and you believe in your heart that the Lord raised him from the dead that you will be saved, so if you have this conviction after listening to this message that okay I'm not born again but I do want to be born again I do actually want to give my life to Christ I do want God to change me and make me a brand new person then repeat after me and if you have said these words after then I would love for you to DM me but yeah guys repeat after me if you would like to give your life to Christ heavenly father I come to you today as a sinner lord I believe that you died on the cross and on the third day you rose again 
that I may have eternal life. Lord, I believe that you are the son of God. I invite you into my life. I invite you into my heart to be my Lord and my personal saviour. Please come into my life and make me a brand new person on the inside. Lord, I repent of my sins and I will follow you all the days of my life in Jesus mighty name. So whoever, if you have said this prayer, guys, heaven is rejoicing. Guys, I'm even so excited, you know, God bless whoever recommended that I should be doing the the born again prayer after every episode because this is a blessing honestly and if you've given your life to christ guys heaven is rejoicing the bible says heaven rejoices over one sinner who returns back to the lord who gives their life to christ so if you have said that prayer genuinely believing in your heart that jesus christ died for you and that you accept him as your lord and savior then you are born again and let me tell you now go and study that word go and study the word of god but please 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 dm me on instagram if you have said that prayer genuinely because i would not want you to do this walk with christ alone i'm telling you an independent christian is is not the best at all literally but yeah guys i really hope you guys were blessed by today's episode guys i know i was blessed and yeah guys if you are listening on apple Podcasts and or spotify follow me keep streaming or if you are listening on youtube and watching on youtube then subscribe to my channel guys more episodes coming guys i really want to be consistent i haven't posted in about two months and it's not on but guys pray for me honestly just pray god will continue to grant me utterance insight wisdom but yeah guys yeah i've been i've been didi this is the caught out podcast and i am out